All right, so here recently, it's like the uh, project is starting really to come together. I can finally see like some cohesion to the project. And it's interesting because I found that that cohesion occurred by not thinking about the project linearly. You know, it's not like, it's not like sequential. It's kind of like more orderly. For example, I started writing um, just based upon words that come to me, like words, and extracting the meaning from that word. <clears throat> and that has just been really helpful with um, helping to write this out because as I was uh, thinking about it, or and also to watching um, a couple of programs and just realizing like, um, to the extent there's any order, like it's feelings based. You know, it's like feelings help you perceive like the world. And so in that case, that means that your world, if, if feelings um, are responsible for the order in the world that we see, then the, any, to the extent there's any kind of like file cabinet, <laughs> it's like feelings based, it's emotion based. And when you think about it, it, it just makes sense because <clears throat> when you think about it, like, I feel like the one thing that feels a, a, apparent to me is that like awareness is what helps you navigate your world. <clears throat> it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, the way you kind of like perceive, perceive your world and the way you navigate through your world is based upon your feelings because your feelings you know, are responsible for like one perception or the other. So it just kind of like follows that your feelings are like the organizers. And so in that regard, what I kind of have is like, you know, kind of like at the bottom, like in terms of feelings, I would have like anger, you know, and then maybe lower than that, like fury. And then of course, at the top, it's like, I, I feel like I'm not going to put love on the axis or, or the same trajectory as like anger. I don't feel like it, it's like I'm thinking of love as like the all encompassing term. And I feel like, you know, what would be the opposite of anger? And maybe it's like understanding, understanding and kind of like non-judgment. Whereas something like anger or fury, when you think about like the basis upon which you're angry or furious, most of the time, isn't it like m many cases of misunderstanding and or judgment? So that's what I kind of have as the trajectory of, a trajectory of emotion. Maybe I'll just call it that. Trajectory of emotion. And that trajectory of emotion is like correlated to like your level of awareness, like awareness. And it's almost like the lower you are on the spectrum, it's like, you know, the less aware you are. Um, and the way I think about that is, you know, like just think about how narrow your world becomes when you are angry, you know? Just like think about it. It's like your world becomes like so small that it's like 
the only thing you can even really think about are the facts that are making you angry, you know? And I so kind of feel like that's like your anchor. And then it's like you're, you're like applying feelings like, oh, I understand, or that makes sense. And in a non-judgmental way, that, that lifts you. It lifts your spirit. Whereas anger anchors your spirit. And so from there, I kind of feel like that I got the thought to like, you know, handle this like an alphabetically. <laughs> it's like kind of handle it alphabetically. And so what I started doing was I started thinking about stories that came to me based upon the letter, you know, or a word um, and kind of like, creating almost like a dictionary type approach. Because for example, like on the page that I'm working on right now, at the top of the page, it says leaping, which was a thought that I had yesterday, which I wrote down. And today, right before I made this recording, I wrote down location. And, you know, I, that's when I got the whole thing about, you know, the difference being, you know, anger slash anchor, and then understanding type, I'll just put up, maybe that'll be easy reference, like anger, A-A, A-A, like down, and then like understanding up or something, you know, just something to like an easy reference, understanding is up. So the reason why I was even thinking about that is, you know, I was just thinking about environment, about environment and how it impacts your world. And, you know, I was thinking like, like the way that things unfolded over this most recent Christmas made me think that in the long term, my it is in my best interest to relocate. I mean, for a range of reasons. Like, I felt like that was revelatory for me. And I think for now that I want to keep the thoughts, the reasons why, the specific reasons why to myself. But I think I mention it because I've really not been a planner in my life. And I certainly was not really one to plan for years ahead. And I know a lot of people do that. Like, and now I'm seeing how people have benefited, benefited from their planning strategy on a number of levels. In many cases, like financially, when people, you know, they create just like they would do like in a business environment in their personal environment, maybe they set like a long, like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, or maybe even longer than that. And then they kind of just execute the plan. Well, I've never really had a financial plan never really had a life plan, really. It was really kind of just going for a long time, like year to year to year to year without, you know, any like in-depth planning taking place. And, you know, I realized that in order to make like big shifts, like the longer planning period you need. And I felt like, you know, this was one of those rare cases where I felt like I got a glimpse into what life would be like if I continued to stay here. And it made me really, really, really unhappy. And I felt like, well, don't, you know, for a couple of days, I got caught up into it. I did. I got pulled in a little bit to that, you know, that downward spiral. And then I thought, well, you know what, just change it then. 
you know, just change it. And, you know, so then I started like crafting like a long term plan, you know, for me to relocate to a place where I felt like the environment was more conducive to me being myself, you know, fully myself. Because in the current environment, I feel, I feel not to, to anybody's fault, I'm not blaming anyone, but I feel really constricted. I feel really diminished. I feel really prevented from fully being myself due to pre-existing relationships and constrictors that I feel in this environment. Like, I feel like it keeps me in a constant state of playing a role that I no longer wish to play. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. And I feel like instead of allowing my mind to get pulled further into that analysis, I just started making plans, like a long-term plan, a solution that kind of gets me out of this quandary of, you know, feeling attached to this place because of, you know, my family, my children, but being really, really personally unhappy dwelling in this space. And, you know, I kind of looked at it like, well, my kids are getting older, like soon they'll be going off to college and, you know, establishing, potentially establishing residence in other places. And I thought, you know, what I really would like to happen is to have a family home, a family home where, you know, we, me and my children and family could feel comfortable just existing, you know, in the same space and doing fun things, you know, like access to like, you know, either a beach or water or mountains, a lake, something, you know, animals, a farm, you know, something, you know, culturally, I don't know, just wanting to work towards a goal that allows um, me to, or us, to have a family home. And, you know, part of that analysis led me into thinking about my own family and my grandmother and how, you know, for such a long time, that was such a focal point of our family. I mean, all of us, you know, cousins, brothers, sisters, you know, everybody would converge on her house for every holiday. Like, it was never even a question as to where we would be for a particular holiday. We were going to be there. And then she, when she passed away, like, it left, su- such, it left such a hole in, like, our family structure that was really never filled. And I feel like there's a part of me that just really wants to do something to kind of, like, fill that void, not even just for me, but on behalf of like my, you know, children, you know, my family of origin and even my extended family. Like I feel like it's always been my goal to like have a family home, you know, that everyone could, you know, converge upon and be a part of. And it would be like the focal point of our family. And I thought, well, you know what, that's not necessarily going to happen overnight. But what I can do is express that intent and then start working on a plan that will, I, that will allow me to attain that goal. So that's kind of where I am right now. And so the message today, the word was location. And that, this format has allowed me to actually really write this book because, like I said, it's not sequentially. Sequ- writing sequentially had just been really difficult for me because I'd get distracted and I'd come back. But, you know, 
writing in this format being kind of like triggered by just like words or phrases or letters or symbols allows me to write in the way that the messages are coming in so that I'm not necessarily telling like one like cohesive story. I'm telling like little vignettes, you know, like little stories, you know, buried within this kind of like dictionary format. Okay, thanks for listening.